Hello friends, welcome to I Am Who I Am podcast. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and hope you're having a lovely day. This is concerning food sacrificed to idols and our responsibility to our weaker family members in Christ. This is a really good chapter. It's very, it's pretty short, uh, 13, cha- 13 verses, so we'll just jump in and, and comment where we need to as we always do. Now about food sacrificed to idols, we know that we all possess knowledge, but knowledge puffs up while love builds up. Man, I love that statement. You have knowledge, you're puffed up in pride, but if you have love, you're going to build others up. Man, it's better to have love. Knowledge is good if it doesn't puff you up in pride. Uh, love is love is better than knowledge in that way. Amen. Uh, those who think they know something do not yet know as they ought to know. So again, those who think they know something, again, it's dealing with the issue of pride. If you think you're so smart, those who think they're so smart, those who are puffed up in their knowledge is what he's saying. And they, you have to tie the two thoughts together. We know that, but knowledge puffs up and that causes people to think they know something, uh, that they think they know something, they're, they're smart, you know, uh, do not yet know as they ought to know. What that means is this, that if you know something in pride, you ought to know it in love. And that's what he's saying here. Those who think they know something or who in pride in their knowledge do not yet know as they ought to know. How we ought to know is the knowledge we have ought to be ought to be surrounded by love. When we have the, whatever knowledge we, God has given us, whatever revelation He has revealed to us through the Word or through whatever, um, it ought to be always in a loving way. The only thing, Galatians five verse six, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Your knowledge ought to be expressed in love, not pride, and not that how smart you are, but that you love someone. And you want to share this good news with them, share this uh, share this knowledge with them in a loving way. That's how we ought to know. We ought to always know in love. I love that. But whoever loves God is known by God. That's just a tag on. Paul just put this. Oh, by the way, you know, after all this knowledge stuff, but whoever loves loves God is known by God. Don't you love that? Amen. <laughs> I love that. Uh, let's continue on. Verse 4. So then, about eating food sacrificed to idols, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world, and that there is no God but one. So, Again, there was. We live in a different culture, a different age. There are some pagan temples being assembled in this country. The Hindus are building temples and other things like that. But again, this there was a temple, probably you know at least one big temple in every city, and many smaller temples. And idolatry was very common. So a lot of people ate food sacrificed to idols. But like Paul says, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world. You know, and there's a verse that talks about how there's a demon behind every idol. An idol is nothing. It's just a block of wood. It's just a, a piece of stone or, or a piece of metal. They're nothing. And the, the only true God is the one God. There is no God but one. That's Jehovah. That's I am. That's El Shaddai, the God of the Bible. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods, little g, and many lords, little l, again, talking about the, the, the things in the world, not God as in God with a big G, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, for whom all things count. This is good. Now watch this. Yet for us there is, I'm going to read the whole thought, verse 6. This is beautiful. Follow this. This is awesome. Yet for us there is but one God, the Father from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, 
through whom all things came and through whom we live. So when it says here, as indeed there are many gods and lords, but there is only one God, capital G, that's the Father, and there's only one Lord, Jesus Christ is Lord. There is only one Lord, capital L. And again, it's just beautiful that, that, that Paul just adds on to this thought. He says, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came and for whom... So everything came through the Father. And we know by other scriptures, him and the Son were together in all the creation. But everything that is came from the Father. And he's the one we live for. I love that. And there is but one Lord, that's Jesus Christ, to whom all things came. Again, let's see. Here It says the same thing. There is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all, who, through whom all things came and through, and, and through whom we live. Okay, now this is interesting. I just caught this. <laughs> this is good. Watch this. Okay, so it says the same thing. Um, the Father and, and the Lord Jesus Christ from whom all things came. So everything that was made was not made without Jesus. He was He was the firstborn in creation and everything was made through him, for him, and by him. The Father used Jesus to make everything. Why? Because Jesus is the word made flesh and God spoke everything to existence. Jesus is God's literal word, the word of God made flesh. Okay, so everything came out of Jesus from the Father. But get this, this is interesting. They're different and below that. And it says, from whom all things came. And for the Father, it's for whom we live. We live for the Father. He's the pinnacle. To see his face in eternity, as Revelation says, is a privilege no lost person gets. To, even Moses, in all of his greatness, did, got, did not get to see the face of the Father. We can see his Father. So he is the one for whom we live. But listen about this. But Jesus is the one through whom we live. So we, we live... Uh, um, we live for the Father, but we live through the Son. So as we live through the Son, because we have our life and our being by the blood of Christ, by his death, burial, and resurrection, we live through him for the Father. Isn't that cool? They, they go together like puzzle pieces. We have our life and our being in Christ. We're covered by his blood. We're saved through a repentant heart and him dying on the cross and his resurrection being our resurrection. So we live through him for the Father. See, it says, through whom we live and for whom we live. For is God, through whom is Jesus. So we live through Jesus for the Father. Isn't that beautiful? I just caught that. That's neat. New thought. Uh, verse 7, but not everyone possesses this knowledge. Some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they that when they eat food sacrifice, they think of it as having been sacrificed to a God, to a God, and since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. Okay, so again, Paul was Paul was saying, look, you know, not everyone possesses the knowledge we have in Christ. Many people that were so accustomed to idols, if you've been, if from birth you've been raised near or in an idol's temple, it would be a while, it would take you a while to, to overcome that. There's a process to sanctification, to glorification. There's a process in Christ of getting all the, all the junk out of you, all the paganism out of you, all the garbage. And it's a process and it takes time. So some of these people uh, were accustomed idols that when they, so they're so accustomed to idols that when they eat food sacrificed uh, to an idol or haven't been sacrificed to God and since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. So they, 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 if they eat that food that Paul said he could eat 
in an idol's temple because an idol was nothing. But not everybody had the same kind of level of knowledge and wisdom and experience Paul had. So some people, if they ate in a pagan temple, it was, I say the same thing. Let me give you a perfect example. Um, the, the Hindus worship the cows. You know that. They worship the cows. So if you bring a Hindu came to America and became a Christian in America, it would, it would be hard for him to eat a Big Mac or a quarter pounder with cheese because he's so used to being a vegetarian because they don't eat meat that for him to eat meat would defile him because because he, he'd start thinking about that cow and it would it would be hard for him so we we got we have to be we have to be concerned about those that that are just coming into the faith that are coming out of a dark place and bring them into light and again it's a process to get them to get that darkness out of them and because we know a big mac or a quarter pounder is nothing you know but if a person eats it use you have been having been used to eat, to worshiping cows for them it would be huge and so we don't you wouldn't force it's you know you wouldn't force him to eat the big mac to prove he's a christian or you know people are goofy no no you would be kind to that person and you meet him where they're at like becoming as paul said becoming all things to all people you want to be kind to that to that brother who's struggling because of his pagan background there you go but food does not bring us to god near to god we are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do again this isn't about food. And I, in Romans 14, it says, this isn't about food or drink, but a, a matter of peace, joy, and love in the Holy Spirit. Something like that. I'm mean, paraphrasing a little bit. This is about the Spirit. This is about spiritual things. It isn't about the stuff we're putting in our mouth. It's about the stuff we put in our heart and what comes out of our heart. That's what we're dealing with here is the heart. The food does not bring us near to God. You don't get, you don't get near to God by what you eat. We are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do. So the food is a, a beside the point kind of thing in the kingdom of God. Yeah, we have food, we can eat, but it's not a matter of holiness. I'm not, you know, I'm not discounting fasting or anything like that. But he's talking about specifically this food issue. Be careful, however, that the exercise of your, your freedom or rights does not become a stumbling block to the weak again. If you've got that knowledge and you can go eat in an idol's temple using Paul's example here. But your weaker brother can't go with you and you're hurting him by going in there because he's so used to idolatry. We want to exercise. We don't we have the right to that food if we want to, but we don't want to hurt our weaker brother with the exercise of our freedom. Man, we you have to we have to handle the body of Christ carefully. We don't want to harm our weaker brothers and sisters. We don't. Because we're so, you know, because we've got this knowledge and, and we have a maturity level in Christ and we're meat eaters and not milk drinkers in the kingdom of God. And we, we're at a different level than they are. We don't exalt ourselves above them. And we don't, we don't, we don't want that knowledge that we have that we're free in Christ to, to harm one of our brothers who isn't free yet, who's still struggling, who's weak. Amen. So if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge eating in an idol's temple, won't that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to idols? See, if if someone had seen Paul, if one of these former pagans had seen Paul eating in an idol's temple, they might have gone, oh, it's okay. He would have gone there and eaten the idol's temple thinking he's he's still dealing with idolatry. Still he's he's doing this to an idol. It would have it would have harmed him. And watch what watch verse 11. Verse 11 is very serious. So this weak brother for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. Watch verse 12. This is serious business in God's eyes. When you sin against them in this way you wound their weak conscience. You sin against Christ. When you woo, remember the remember the uh, the Matthew twenty five, the goats and the sheep. What you do to the least is what you've done to Christ. 
You know, the sheep were commended. Hey, you gave me something to eat. You gave me something to drink. You visited me in prison. You visited me in the hospital. You know, you gave me clothes. And they all said, well, when did we see you, Jesus? He said, what you've done for the least of mine, you've done for me. And the same with the goats. They hadn't done anything. And Jesus said, what you didn't do for the least, you didn't do for me. Jesus equates himself perfectly with his body. And we know this. We know this. He equates himself as one with his body because when Paul was pulled off his donkey and knocked down by the light on the Damascus road and fell down on the ground blind, Jesus said to him, he said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Now, wait a minute. Jesus was, Paul wasn't, Paul didn't even acknowledge Christ. So how could Paul persecute Jesus? He was persecuting Jesus by persecuting the body of Christ. That's why we have to be so kind with one another. We have to be so gentle, good, kind, gentle. Three of the fruits of the Spirit. We should be good, kind, and gentle with you. If it's like I deal with this with denominationalism, with I got brothers and sisters in different denominations, and 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 they're locked in, they're happy in their denomination. It's not a matter of salvation. I don't I don't come at them hard, attacking their denomination or their viewpoint in certain things. Again, I used the example yesterday of the pre pre mid and post tribulation. People see that differently. I have to allow them to have the freedom to see that differently, or I could hurt them. We we have to have we have to have total concern for our brothers and sisters in Christ who aren't where we're at. We should be kind to them, and we should treat them as we would treat. If Jesus, if that was Jesus there, we would be super kind. And we knew that was Jesus there. We would be super kind. We need to. When you look at anybody in the body of Christ, you ought to see Jesus. You ought to remember Christ. Okay. Uh, how would how would I treat you know what would Jesus do then WWJD how do how do we, we should look at everybody in the body of Christ as a as Jesus and them being one and that way we treat them Christ is going to respond to that either negatively or positively in our favor we don't want to sin against Christ no we do not amen I'll read that again. So this weak brother for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against them in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Verse 13. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother to stumble into sin, I will never never eat meat again so that I will not cause them to fall. Again, it's like the alcoholism thing. You never take an, you know, a guy, an alcoholic that's at AA, you know, a guy's overcoming alcohol. You don't take him because you can drink alcohol and he can't. You don't take him to a bar to drink. That's idiocy. You know, well, you could just have a Coke. But you put him in the middle of the den of temptation because he used to be out and he still might crave that stuff. It's the same thing. Again, you know, if again, like I said, the whole meat thing, you can really use that with the Hindus. Um uh, therefore, if what, I, if what I eat causes my brother uh, brother to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again, so I will not cause him to fall. Again, if you had a bunch of ex-Hindu friends, you ought not to eat meat around them because, it, because that might make them struggle. And so, again, I use the Hindu thing because it's so relevant in the, in the culture we live in, the hour we live. Everybody knows, most people know who the Hindus are. So, But again, this is basically... Are we going to be kind? Are we going to be kind to our our brothers and sisters who are struggling because they're just come out of the darkness? Are we going to we're going to are we going to lend a helping hand to them to help pull them out and help them to overcome and become strong like we are? Are we going to make fun of them? Are we going to just do what we want to do? You know, well, I have freedom in Christ, so I'm going to go do what I want to do. Who cares? Hey, you know, if you can't do what I'm doing, well, that's that's on you, man. And that's not that's not that's not 
mercy, then we should be merciful to our brothers and sisters, especially those who are struggling. This is common sense. This should be easy for us in Christ who have a Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into all truth. And the truth is, Jesus and his body are one together. And we should treat each other as if we were... St- if, when you come before a Christian, you should see Jesus. When he, you know, I mean, when you see yourself in the mirror, you should see Jesus. He's living inside of all of us, and he equates himself with his body. And we should treat everyone as if we would treat Christ face to face. It's so simple. If that's the rule for your life, it's very simple. Okay, how I treat you, how I treat you is how I'm treating Jesus. If you'll keep that in your mind, you'll be good, kind, and gentle to everybody. Because you want to get this right. Because we want to treat Christ right. Of course, He died for us. Anyway, love you, love you. Can't get enough of you. I love the how. I love how both personal this is and how instructional it is, and and how simple it's just. This is common sense. This is just common sense living here. We're just kind to each other. So simple. Anyway, love you, love you, can't get up. 60 and a half minutes, not bad. Love you, love you, can't get enough of you. can go get that poem ready to go and get this out. Y'all be blessed, and we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Revelation Wednesday, chapter 8 tomorrow, I, I believe. Ooh, silence in heaven for a half hour. There's the preview for you. Love you, love you, can't get enough of you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.